Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is Pam and Sunny coming to you from a car ride. Yes, we are in the truck and we are headed to the post office. And Sonny just saw his favorite um, neighbor puppy, and he's very excited about it. So you might hear a few little uh, noises coming from uh, his department. Right, Sonny? Right? Um, yeah. Okay. And um, uh, quick update, Sonny just uh, went for a swim. Oh, he's looking at me with the uh, eyes of disdain. He went for a swim, and then he had his shower, which was desperately needed, son. And... Um, we decided to do a little at-home haircut because uh, we just don't. We, we just want to stay um, inside and safe and all that kind of stuff right now. So we are. Um, Mama is doing the haircut, and let me just tell you, my little boy wiggled. Yes, yes, yes. No, no injuries were incurred, but let's just say it doesn't quite look like when the groomer did it. <laughs> so um, I'm sure you'll get a, a visual of that coming up soon um, and uh, so everything is good at this end I hope everything is well with everybody um, I hope you're getting your fun in and today's topic is going to be mass making yes let's talk about mass making and let's hit the ground running with mass making journals have you ever thought about mass making journals why would you want to make uh, masses of journals well maybe the holidays are coming up maybe you want to make a journal for everybody in your family or all your grandkids or all all your girlfriends at the church or you know who knows whatever it is maybe there's a group that you would like to make journals for and you're wondering what is the best way to approach this now, um, logically, there's a million and one ways to approach this, <laughs> and every way will eventually get you there, but some ways are a little bit more efficient than others, and um, or more enjoyable, or, um, I don't know, uh, it kind of depends on uh, what, you, what your own personal groove is. Um, you can make one journal at a time from beginning to end and uh, just make, well, let's say you're making 10 journals and just make your 10 journals and that's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. If you enjoy the process and it is fulfilling and you're having fun, then that's all that matters. If you need to get these puppies made and maybe you're short on time and you want to find a little bit more of an efficient way to do it. Are you nibbling on my, you're nibbling on my sunglasses. I have a console bucket full of sunglasses and oh, now he's nibbling on my mask. Very nice. Very nice. Um, there, there, I'm just going to toss these ideas out there because um, making waves of bundles and things like that, this, this is how I do it. I don't know if this works for everybody, but um, I find that it's most efficient to do things in clumps. So I make all my covers first, and then I make all my, um, I, I pick out all the papers next. And uh, um, I would say actually organizing the papers is one of the things that takes the longest. It actually, it takes longer than doing the covers, or at least designing the covers. Um, I don't know why, it just takes a long time, especially if you want to put different papers in, unique papers. If you put um, all coffee dyed papers, then it's much easier because then you just count out how many and you're just standing in one place. But if you do a different paper every pa every page, then you're walking back and forth with a different paper. You've got 10 piles, one, two, three, four, 10, number two. And then if you put, let's say, anywhere between 10 pages in a signature, which might house, um, if you're doing 10 pages in a signature, you might be making more of a decorative journal where there's lots of um, 
embellishments and things like that that might go in there because it's going to give you more elbow room, say, in a journal that has a spine of about one inch. Maybe you're going to have three signatures, 10 pages each. You're going to have lots of room to decorate. Um, if you're going to put 20 pages each, you're going to have an amazing writing journal that already looks pretty full of a beautiful blank pages. Now that is Sonny digging on the car window because he's decided he wants out. And uh, where, where are you going? We're, we're on our way to the post office. There's nobody to go till we get there. And uh, yeah, I know, I know. And actually, we're not even going into the post office. We're driving by the blue box. Yes, we're going to the blue box. We've discovered that the blue box, we can put packages in the blue box. The, uh, the flat rate envelope packages can fit in there, uh, but the boxes do not. So that's when we have to go into the lobby, but we don't have any boxes today. So we're just putting in some flat rates. But you're so excited to mail the packages. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is, Mom. Okay, well, just know that those packages are on their way. Yeah. All right, so, um, yes, and then, okay, let's, so let's back it up, let's back it up. Um, so the covers, number one, number two, lay out your pages, um, and then you have to make sure that your pages are going to fit inside your covers, so there's some folding involved, and there may be trimming involved, or there may be extending involved, or there may be um, extra trimming, so you, you've... Uh, uh, suddenly discovered that your perfectly sized page that you folded in half somehow sticks out because you've got multiple pages and the inner the outer page pushes out the inner pages to the right and they somehow stick out and you don't want that so now you're trimming those okay um, and you don't have to you can leave them sticking out that's another look so just kind of know that too but um um, so then there's that, and then there's the decorating. And then that's a, a personal call. Are you going to level it up and do massive chunky monkey and just go to town in each? Are you going to um, gather themed things? Maybe you're doing angel journals for Christmas for everybody. So you're looking for angel stuff everywhere, and you're having a blast, so you got to organize all that stuff, right? So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff to do. And um, so let's start at the beginning. Let's talk about the cover. All right. Let's say, for example, you're working with um, maybe it's a fabric cover on the outside and it's a paper, it's paper on the inside. So now you're going to take whatever, you, what are you going to cover? Are you covering books that you've gutted or are you starting with chipboard? Okay, so you got to back it up there. Gather all your books, gut your books. Gather all your chipboard, cut your chipboard to size. Make sure it's all the same size. and But make sure that you take into account first what size pages you're going to put in there and, and actually ask yourself how much trimming do you want to do. So a good standard uh, rule of thumb is, is the good old 9 by 6 size cover will easily accommodate a folded in half, 8.5 by 11 page inside of it and um, with very little uh, peeking out usually no problem at all gives you enough little wiggle room on the sides there and the top and the bottom everything's just dandy and it's easy or and you can go smaller than that remember it's it's um, uh, very cool to have different smaller pages inside your journal as well so if you stick to that and smaller you're good if you've got bigger pages than that let's say you're grabbing for some from some book pages or music pages and they're larger um, remember it's probably more efficient to cut them down first before you assemble them all. You can assemble them all and then cut them. That's another option. Both will work, uh, but it's more efficient to cut them all in the beginning 
and then have them all ready to go. Okay, because if you have, every time you have to stop and redo something, like let's say you're on journal number one, oh, I've got a page that sticks out. Uh, stop and trim that. Okay, journal number two, I've got three pages. Okay, stop and trim that. Okay, if you trimmed them all in the beginning, you would just be trimming once and you're good to go. So it saves you those microseconds in between um, uh, you're not picking up the scissors or picking up the craft knife or walking over to the guillotine cutter as many times. So you're removing that little repetition in the middle and it really does add up over time. I know, I know these things sound maybe inconsequential or they don't make a huge difference, but when you add up over 10 journals, it does make a huge difference. There's a... Um, uh, no, that car is uncomfortably close to that other car. Oh, oh well. Um, no accident. We're just sitting at a parked light. A parked light. What is that? There's no such thing. We're at a, we're at a stoplight, right? A red light. There. That's it, Sonny. Oh, his funny little haircut. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so. there's now, you ha- now, if you have fabric on the outside, got to cut your fabric, right? Got to make sure it's all the same. Now, if you're using book covers, the easiest thing to do, in my opinion, go to the thrift store and look for some old they don't have to be super old they can be newer books but look for books that are nine by six and just go in there and just pick a bunch or whatever size you want but make sure they're all the same size the same height and the same width and that way when you mass make your books it's going to be much easier because everything's just going to fit all right there may be a little variation here and there um, not to worry you but um, if you can stick to that uh, whatever dimensions you use that will make your life a lot easier okay so now we've uh now we're uh we've cut our um chipboard we've uh, gutted our books now we've uh, done our fabric for the front. Maybe make sure that you leave enough to wrap around if you're going to do the wrap around technique, like the folding of the bed sheets. And um, uh, then you need to uh, do your inside cover and you need to reinforce your spine if you're using a book. If you're using the chipboard, you need to build your spine. So you're going to go through those stages. So complete your covers. And then I generally don't put the, um, the closure on to the very end because I want to see how everything fits together because sometimes I might put something on the inside cover and I don't want to punch an eyelet hole through it you know what I mean so there's that to consider so uh, make your decisions I like either like write these down like closure I gotta attend to the closure especially if it's gonna be a chunky monkey you're gonna probably want some form of closure if it's a book that just lays there like a normal book you don't necessarily have to have a closure remember most books do not have closures um, so it's perfectly okay not to have a closure um, and you can have a removable closure. Let's say your design is all gorgeous and you did a chunky monkey and there's nowhere to punch an eyelet hole. Then just do a completely freestanding wrap around that can be just taken off. Or you just thread it through the exposed spine threads that uh, um, you have put there on the spine. So that is something you can do. Okay, Sunny, we are going to put the envelopes. We're pulling up close to the blue box without knocking the mirror off the truck. Okay, that's good. And let's see, let's get these open. All right, pulling them out of the bag. Yep. All right, here we go. Okay. Now, don't jump out. Can I put you over here for a second? You just look like you want to pull vault right out of the car. All right. No, you stay right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come here, son, bud. All right, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha you in my arms. Emma's got long arms. Yeah, she's gonna hold on to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, not losing you out the window. Nope. Not gonna happen. Okay. All right. There we go. Almost done. Yep. Okay. Sorry for the interruption. Just trying to do ten things at once here. Okay. All right. Hold the dog. Deliver the mail. 
Okay. Okay, there we made it. All right, good. And we're done. Let me just double check. you in a safe place. Okay, there you are. Here I am. Everything is mailed. Yes, double, triple checking. And we are good. Okay, so um, that is the cover. All right, and then when you have your covers all completed, your signs reinforced, um, that type of thing, then put them all aside. Now we're going to work on stage two, the papers. All right, and some people like to decorate their papers before they assemble their journal. Some people decorate after. I like to decorate after because I never quite know the lay of the paper until it's in the book. So I tend to pick out all my papers. I like to use different papers 99% um, of the time. So that that's um, probably the most time consuming thing, collecting all the different papers, going around, placing different papers in. So if you've got, say for example, 10 pages, three signatures, so you're working with 30 pages. Now you've got to do that 10 times. Um, so that, that can be a lot of walking back and forth. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, that it's, it's good exercise. That's what, how I look at it. It's very good exercise. So if you like doing that sort of thing, actually, let me go over here. There's a better way to get there. We're going to the park now. Okay. So, um, uh, if you like doing that sort of thing, then you can do that, or you can spend some time making sure all your pages are in the right order. And once you've got that, all that organized, some people like to do some sewing on their pages before they assemble it. Sometimes it's easier, especially if you have a bigger journal. It's sometimes a little hard to work in the sewing machine, but it can be done if you're really committed. You know what I mean? And, uh, uh, okay, so now you've got all your pages. Now, you've got to fold your pages, and you've got to um, um, uh, uh, co collate them. Like you've got to have them, um, signature one, two, and three ready to go so that when you're ready to pop them in your journals, they're ready to go. And, and I would say that once you get past this pages part, everything comes together relatively quickly. It's kind of magical in how it happens. It doesn't take that long to put a journal together. It takes much longer to decorate a journal. Um, I think than it does to make a journal. Um, so Anyway, that's my, my experience. Um, so, okay, I've got my pages. They're uh, separated, let's say, three piles of 10. I'm folding them. I'm trimming any little excess all at once so that I only do that once. And now I'm ready to put them into my uh, journals. So I take three and uh, um, I put my pile of covers, my pile of papers, and I sit down and this, this is how I actually do it. Um, maybe not the best way, but I do it this way. I cut all my strings at once. So I measure basically one string, uh, three times the height of the cover, and then I cut it and I use that as my master string and then I cut um, three strings for each journal. So I've got a big pile of pre-cut strings. So I'm not constantly picking up and putting down the scissors. I just pick them up once and I cut, 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 have a big pile. Sometimes these get knotted. Okay, this is my warning. Um, so if you uh, find that your strings get knotted easily and it's more frustrating, then do them per journal. Just like only cut three and then assemble the one journal. Only cut three, assemble the one journal. And these strings also like to migrate and move and uh, hide on you when you have cut a pile. Um, I don't know how it happens, it just does. Sometimes they end up on the floor, sometimes they're over there on the side of the desk, or Sunny ran away with three of them. That happens. Um, but uh, 
uh, you know, stay focused, stay calm, make sure you have your yarn darning needle, the one with the big eye and the blunt end so it's easy and you don't poke yourself. Grab your crocodile tube big bite and um, start punching. Now, um, so first of all, the first thing you want to do is you want to grab your covers and you want to um, put all, you're going to cut all the holes in one sitting. Okay, so we're going to do our covers, lay it down, make your marks, punch your holes with the crocodile big bite too. Now, um, once you punch your holes, let's say the first one. Okay, journal number one. I hope this is not too confusing. Journal number one, you grab your cover. It's not punched yet. You make your marks, you punch your holes. You grab your back signature. You, uh, you actually, you grab your three signatures and you lay them down, um, aligning the spines of the signatures with the holes that you punch so that you can make marks on there. So you only have to make marks once for that journal. You make your marks with your pencil down the little spines, um, uh, crosswise, and uh, you probably need to see a video to see that. And, uh, um, then now you take your cover and you just put it aside and now you take the signature you want to be in the back of your book first and you open that up and you punch your holes in that and then you uh, punch your holes in number two and number three you lay those down in the order from which you will grab them you want to grab the back one first make sure that you have yourself oriented make sure that you've taken the time to put a paper clip on the front upper page um, of every signature so that you're not confused so that if you have put book pages in there your text will be the correct way if you have pictures um, maybe you're using pretty scrapbook paper and it's got pictures that are oriented in a certain direction that uh, that's all the right way and this is going to help a lot okay so now you've done that now you grab your needle and thread and you grab the back signature first and you sew it in and then you repeat you repeat that for signature number two and then signature number one and you are done and like voila all of a sudden it's a book something that didn't look at all like a book transformed into a book very quickly it's quite amazing when it happens and then when you do this same process to journal number two you're gonna say wow look how fast this is uh, coming together um, all of a sudden this is uh, happening and I love it and it's amazing and it's really cool and uh, you're gonna be getting ideas about how to decorate and stuff like that but stop yourself you're gonna want to run over and start decorating the first one because it's all ready and you're thinking oh I would love to put that in the front uh, thing uh, the front page or something like that no 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 stop yourself stop yourself just walk away breathe relax go get a snack come back and then uh, complete your mission of 10 and now you've got a big pile of 10 naked journals there they're all set and you're now going to decorate them okay so now what to do what to do all right this is a good mass making tip um, what is sometimes helpful is to jot down a quick list and then save this list because it can be very handy in the future of, let's say you write down, okay, these are the things that I want to have in every journal. And because I have many different embellishments, maybe not everything is going to look exactly the same, but these are the basics I want. I want, um, I want three pockets. I want, uh, five corner tucks five upper corner tucks, five lower corner tucks. I want five side tucks. I want uh, three flip-ups. I want two envelopes. I want um, 
maybe uh, uh, I want to use greeting cards and I'm going to glue the greeting card to the page. I'm going to put some of those in there or any of the fancy little uh, things that you created along the way. Maybe you want to have one of those in each one of your journals. And if you go along and you start applying these things like, okay, I'm going to do um, um, three pockets in the first journal. Okay, there we go. Three pockets in the second journal. Okay, there we go. Three pockets in the third journal. And you, you do this little assembly line process it'll come together faster than if you stop and decorate every journal. Now, I have to admit, for me, it's more fun to stop and decorate every journal because I get very excited about, oh, I would love to put this up there. And I fall down that rabbit hole all the time. I'm totally there with you. I get it. But for um, efficiency's sake, it really does happen faster if you do it assembly line uh, system. And let's say you want to put some page trims in lace. Maybe you're using some pretty ribbon or some pretty um, lace or trim or, or fabric. Mass cut that and have it all ready to go. And then you just go boom, 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 boom. And you're going to find that your fingers learn. Your fingers learn how to be more efficient. You're on my cord, sweet peak. <laughs> I'm like having to talk down into my lap. You just lay down on my lap. Um, it's, uh, you're going to be more, okay, there we go. You're going to be more efficient, um, if you do the assembly line process. So yeah, cut all your fabric trims. Um, you know, if you're going to do clusters, make sure you have a pile of clusters ready to go or, or you make them all at once ready for all the journals. So yeah, I would say those are some tips that, um, I just wanted to share with you, especially since we're, you know, approaching the holiday season, you know, um, I know it's August, but Hey, Crafters start in August. What, what, what can we say, right? We get excited early. And uh, maybe this is the time to start gathering your themed things. Uh, if you're uh, collecting things for Christmas journals and things like that. So I hope you're having lots of fun. Sonny, do you have anything to tell them? Yes, Mom, tell them about the print and mail. Oh, yes. Okay, so I, uh, I'm offering a new option, a new service. I've uh, heard the call, and um, I finally put a system together so that um, I can do this for you. But I'm offering a print and mail um, a system for my vintage digi kits. If for some reason that you do not have a printer or you do not... Um, want to go down to the Office Depot or Kinko's and have them print them out for you, um, I will print and mail them for you. And you get 10 kits in a package mailed to you. So um, that is now available on my Etsy shop. All you do is click on the print and mail and it'll explain how to do it. It's very easy. And um, you're off and running. And I'm also offering out there, um, you can either um, give me the particular kit names you want, or I can pick them out for you. I've had actually a lot of people just said, just pick out your favorites. Um, so just know I can do that for you too, if you don't feel like um, giving me the list of names or something. So uh, whatever works. Um, and I just wanted to spread the word. So I hope you're all having fun. Sign up for the emailed newsletter. If you haven't done that, it's free. You get a free digital image. And we are rolling into the park. Do you think the squirrels are here today? I don't know, Mom. I sure hope so. I can't wait to see the squirrels. Yes, he's very excited about the squirrels. We always park at the same spot. There's our spot, Sunny. We're at the park. I know. Oh, got a big, big, uh, big happy grin on his face. All right, everybody. So you guys take care. Happy crafting. Happy mass making. Please share your stories with me and let me know how it's going or other tips and tricks that you've learned mass making because, hey, we can all learn a few extra t uh, tips and tricks. And uh, my ears are wide open. Sorry, Sonny. Spine are open too. Okay. All right. Take care, everybody. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.